Welcome back to Making the Metaverse with me, Michael Carter. Making the Metaverse is presented by OnTheBlockchain.ca, Canada's fastest growing blockchain community. Hey, everybody, welcome to another amazing episode of Making the Metaverse. Today is really cool because it's the first time that I'm going to have two people on the show instead of just one. Um, today, I've got Wilfred Lee, uh, also known as the Artist Journey on IG. And I have Sardwell, who is uh, a jeweler that is working with Wilfred uh, to combine uh, the physical and the digital to create what we call digital. Um, and uh, her uh, project is called Renesis. I hope I pronounced that correctly. That's right. Yes. Um, so thank you so much for the two of you for setting aside time during July, the great summer vacation time. I'm actually headed to Manhattan tomorrow myself for a few days. Um, okay. And uh, but I'm really delighted to have you both on. So I'd like to each of you to have a minute. Maybe I'll start with you with you, Wilfred. Um, tell us a little bit about who you are and how you found yourself in the metaverse and what you're up to. Cool. All right. Well, uh, my name is Wilfred. Uh, I'm a I'm a creative based in Toronto, Canada currently right now. Uh, my background is more from animation studying back in college, but uh, I'm currently um, part of the actual union as, a, as an actor for film and television, um, as well as a freelance artist is how I met and worked with Sardwell. And um, even doing um, certain animations and uh, just experimenting with different types of art platforms these days. And yeah, in terms of getting into the, to the space, I think I'd got into it right during the, the pandemic era. And I think that was a, a nice kind of tunnel of light of, of finding something to do. And um, so far it's been a really interesting, uh, very collaborative uh, community. So I'm really uh, happy to kind of be in this space. Fantastic. And so you have this collaboration with Sardwell. So uh, please introduce yourself and, and tell us a little bit about who you are and how you got here. Sure. Hi, I'm Sardwell. Um, in the last three years, I've been building a, a brand called Renesis. And um, part of that brand is, is creating and designing fine jewelry. And since uh, Renesis really is a multi-dimensional world, I'm trying to uh, collaborate with other artists and creatives to develop that uh, multi-dimensional world. So one of these projects that we're doing is um, creating an NFT with, with Wilfred to create that backdrop for, for the jewelry and understanding where that jewelry lives within the Renaissance world. Okay, so, so where, does it, where does it live? So for me, it is this space, this creative space uh, during uh, an imaginary world, um, during COVID and working within the studio, everything became uh, like a portal through a computer for me. Uh, all the meetings were done on a two-dimensional screen. Yeah. And so thinking about, I'm creating this three-dimensional jewelry, these objects, these pieces, how can, can that, uh, those three-dimensional works live within this two-dimensional plane? And so for me, that was really the metaverse um, and creating NFTs or landscapes with Wilfred uh, to illustrate that world. Okay. And um, so, uh, Wilfred, what, how, how, why is it that you wanted to do this collaboration? Like, how does the jewelry fit with your, your side of the equation? Well, uh, I think it was interesting how we met. I just received um, this email out of the blue from um, Sardwell and her partner. And um, just mentioned through a recommendation of a, of a, of a friend of mine who I work at, in tangent with at Second City as a performer. His name is Fat Al. He's a fantastic performer and singer. And they just had a 
received a recommendation to contact me because of I I guess in that community I was known to be involved into NFTs and making just anything experimental with like AR, XR, or is just really extending that digital concept that you kind of brought up at the beginning. And we just end up having a conversation. I've, I, would, I never had it in my mind to, to really think about anything jewelry wise, but after looking at her work and just, it just immediately started to make sense. Like, oh, this is a, a really fantastic idea. And then we just had our meetings like we would do here, one, one of these portals. And uh, we, we just had a really great conversation. And since then, it's, it's been very organic and, and exciting to figure out what our collaboration process is like, because it's completely different every single time. You know, this is like the first time that we know of, of doing something like this. And along with me experimenting with new different forms of, of art, most recently with AI art, um, a lot with Promptus work. So it, I come, again, like I mentioned before, from a visual practice background of a traditional art. But these days I'm just using a lot of prompt, sending in phrases into the AI, condensing all, with over millions, now currently into the billion of photo archives and condensing into visual interpretation of these mm -hmm. words. So our conversations would just be about talking to Sardwell about the world of Renaissance, what's that like? Because at this point, we're helping shaping it through these words and getting some very amazing results and extending that experience from the physical to the digital. What is that whole experience like for someone to receive something like this? And, so, yeah. So, the, the, so now, you, so Sardwell, you make a physical jewelry, like a right. real touch it material jewelry. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, your, that oh, ear wow. cuff. It's stunning. Um, echo chamber ear cuff. I saw and that. It's correlated to echo chamber sky, and it's a triptych that um, Wolfred has created to correlate with uh, this jewelry piece. Okay. So that that's what I. So, um, Wilfred, you create these um, NFTs uh, art um to go with to tell a story about the jewelry correct yeah i it absolutely it was our conversations talking about this is like what is the relationship because obviously in the end we're we're telling stories you know we wanted to go beyond that immediate trend of um avatar kind of profile based nfts yeah 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 and coins really put out a <laughs> coin square ripped <laughs> that on Instagram the other day, I don't know if you guys saw it, but uh, they they put out a, a a meme about NFT artists and like like it was like a figure like a an, uh, like a drawing of a head and like one had sunglasses and one had a hat and one like... <laughs> totally that's just that's what it was just like profile avatars which yeah. which again I think at the at the beginning when NFT was coming towards the mainstream because everyone was under you know, a post-pandemic world that that was everyone's um, perspective yes, yeah. on that's what an NFT is. And, and also, ourselves in the online space through these. Right. And very cutesy. It was just an immediate trend that became this precipice of what people thought on the mainstream superficial level. Yeah. But, you know, I'm sure, Michael, you know, like there's so many different types of artists out there, right? Absolutely. They're doing so many yes. different things. So they kind of get lost within it, that oversaturation of like going to OpenSea or whatever. But uh, doing something like this, the biggest uh, pro with this is that it's, it's primarily based out of this, this uh, piece of jewelry or all like these lines of jewelry that Sardwell has been working on. And then bringing that into the online world, into the metaverse, creating these NFT pieces and was what we kind of described like having like a microscope or like diving into these hidden dimensions and these mm -hmm. worlds and stuff, which is kind of like a, a, a streamline that I tend to have with my own personal work as well, which is I think how we kind of really resonated with each other. We love the same music, you know, the same type of aesthetics. We were just during our meetings, remember you were sharing me with all these awesome books from Japan about all these prints. Yeah, just yeah, Asian art. 
yeah, mm-hmm. just not, not, it's just a specific trend that's going on right now, but just things that we like in general. And then that kind of really re- reinforced like this more deeper kind of esoteric um, storyline that we wanted to do with this. It's like the echo chamber earpiece. How would we describe this? Like this armored pleated tower of Babylon tower, you know, going out towards the world and using those words, putting into the AI uh, program to reinvent it into a visual format. And then from there, what is this passageway that we can go into the digital, mm-hmm. which is that piece, you can actually take a photo of it or it's AR activated. Mm-hmm. So if you even have a print of it anywhere, you can kind of put on your phone, you can actually see the animation come alive. Mm-hmm. But for uh, the person to re- to actually get the NFT, they get that entire experience as well, you know, mm-hmm. which is, I think, something that would be so interesting to have like a physical piece, but know that it has this extension to the metaverse. You know, you can show it in many different formats or visual ways. That's really cool. So um, does, does, is the, is, can the jewelry itself, mm-hmm. does it, can it be purchased as an NFT, the jewelry piece as a wearable for the metaverse? So currently, um, this jewelry piece is sold as an NFT with um, Wilfred's landscape. Right. And But as a complete digital replica, it is, that has not been explored or created at, at this time. Yeah. So the, so the NFT, because the reason why I ask is because, um, a lot, there, as you know, there's a lot of activity in, in wearables. And, right. and uh, someone that I had on recently, um, uh, Yana, she uh, is doing uh, clothing wearables, but she's also now jumping into the uh, jewelry wearables space. Yeah. Um, and so, so this particular, uh, so the NFT function for this jewelry um, is, the, is the NFT of the jewelry a digital representation of the piece on your ear that you're wearing and the story and the world NFT that Wilfred produces. It is the story and world that uh, Wilfred is producing. Yeah, but it's not a wearable for my avatar in the online no, states I, at this time. Cur- currently, no. Okay, and if you is that something you've thought about? Is something you're... It's something that we'd like to explore. I think that uh, at this time, it's really hard to get it. Um, for me, the the digital uh, exact copy of the jewelry may not be at the same level as seeing it in the physical. Mm-hmm. And because these pieces are made from such high quality materials and precious materials, um, I didn't want a uh, you know, a replicated version or a digital version to be viewed as less, um, less value or, you know, than the actual physical piece. So, 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 so physical you're piece. suggesting that like the artistic interpretation is, is closer to the experience of the, of the jewelry, the, the, the physical jewelry than um, a wearable would be that that somehow there's there's something that it doesn't quite it doesn't quite communicate or doesn't quite articulate. That's right. I feel when you wear a physical uh, piece, yeah. there's so much about mm. um, wearing it and cool. transforming. Yeah. Bar, right. Yeah. 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 Transforming yeah. the confidence or um, so much about Renesis about you know transforming and empowering you with a certain quality of power or uh, superpower, so to speak. But in the digital format at this time, I feel like we don't have that same translation. Hmm. Um, But what Wilfred's piece is, and you're stepping into this landscape and it's not only sensory, you know, auto-visual as well, you get more sensory feedback Mm-hmm. um then this just really cool wearing... this is actually really cool so like yeah. I hear what you're saying that like when you put on a piece of jewelry it's mm-hmm. not just what it looks like but it's the experience that you have when exactly. you put that piece on and Wilfred's 
to is is provide work provides that experience that would be lacking if you were to say simply here's the wearable nft of this piece it doesn't quite do that for people that's and right. so you have okay this that's I, really I think cool. that yeah i think one of the ways to describe that is i really look at wolfred's art as really these installation-like qualities that you're able to step into this world or this imaginary world and it transports you, it transforms you and empowers you. Hmm. And I think, oh, you know- I totally see why you two are together now. <laughs> <laughs> I totally get it because this is, yeah. this is like, you know, Wilfred's work um, is different than all of the other artists that I've worked with. And, and that's exactly one of the things is like, his, his work is more than just an, an image. It's an experience. That's right. You know, it, it, it like, I like, it slows me down when I see his work in my feet. Like, I, you know, I have to like, I, I like get stopped. And it's like, whoa, I gotta like engage with this. Like I'm having an experience as I'm looking at this as opposed to, and not to discredit the work of other artists. I hope nobody feels slighted as a result, but. I, I, I get it. I see the the synergy between between the two of you. What you're what you're what you're creating. That's so. Well, cool. I think it's, it's such a sensory experience. Right? Mm. Um, it, it like feeds your soul. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yes, I feel I feel different. Like I feel like I have a feeling, in the okay. same way that you're describing when Emotional you call it like a, a special piece of jewelry. That's a, mm -hmm. you know it's it's not just what it looks like, but there's a story that goes with it, and then I have an experience by virtue of, of putting this piece of jewelry that's on. Right. Wow, that's so yeah. cool. Now I get yeah. it. Now I see why you two are working together. <laughs> I think also just to, to quickly add to that, you know, for myself, I've always been very interested personally as like the hero's journey, like the whole storytelling process of everything because right. that's all we're doing. I, I recently, it was yesterday because I was involved with the show. Um, I had a chance to meet Jane Goodall and um, I, uh, she was doing a, a, she came to Canada to do, uh, just to talk about the release of the show that was kind of based on her experiences and whatnot. And she was so amazing about the implementation of all that she's been doing throughout her life is just telling a story, you know, and just teaching people the same simplest message of not being apathetic, like being more caring about the world and everything around themselves. And um, I was just completely amazed just by her, everything about her really. And um, personally for the work that I've been kind of working towards to what I'm making now, it, it always came with this personal idea that um, this question of why, how, how are some of the most famous pieces in the world still relevant today? Mm. You know, like if we think about Picasso or Da Vinci, Mona Lisa, or, you know, Sistine Chapel or whatever. This, despite the subject matter sometimes, maybe it is that, but there's something underlying it that really resonates with people on a very deep, unconscious, collective unconscious level, I feel. And I don't know necessarily what that is, but I always try to align with myself with what I do in that kind of space in any way that I can. So I can kind of go into that kind of wave of things and hopefully it can resonate with the work that I do. And especially now doing AI arts, it's, it's I think exponentially, it's, it's getting much more sophisticated. Mm -hmm. It's really gonna change how we perceive reality, especially through this portal that we keep talking about, mm -hmm. how that subtle change that we just mentioned before, Michael, about not meeting people physically, like we have not, met physically at all but we oh. feel like we've known each other for a long time too because yeah. we've just been working on all these amazing things so it's these subtle things that are happening and um again like the power like this these particular programs to really extend worlds and play with that literal physical collective unconscious of images that people as humanity have contributed to to make something even bigger and i think that still kind of hits that point of people resonating on a on a very interesting subconscious level, you know, when they kind of see those things. Wilfred, yeah, I feel that your work is also extremely dreamlike, like, yeah. uh, right? Yeah. It's something about okay. stepping into someone's 
dream or nightmare. And um, those are some of the qualities that I also loved exploring with you working on together is how to create that imaginary world, how to create that dream and you know how you created the clouds and the colors and also the music really adds to that that space that quality i am um, i'm thinking at the moment of uh you know you talk about stories and and i'm thinking about you know jewelry and art for example mm-hmm. have multiple owners over time and and that also becomes part of the story, you know, you think of like an heirloom, for example, like a fair family heirloom, or you think about um, uh, auctions where pieces get bought and sold. Uh, Sometimes they get stolen. Um, And so I'm now, I'm just, and and so I'm suddenly thinking about the blockchain and about that sort of chain of custody and that chain of ownership. I don't know if you guys have thought of that at all. Have you thought of it as this is a piece that, you know, one person will own in perpetuity or, you know, what, how, what, what, what it means when there's like multiple owners and that ownership is potentially online and public in public record. Uh, Have you guys thought about that at all? Wilford? I don't think necessarily. I think for, if anything, you know, the first piece that we make in a, as an NFT is your Genesis piece, right? Which is always mm-hmm. a big thing. So that's why for for us in, in making this, it was establishing that Sardua has like this huge line of jewelry pieces that she's been working on. Mm-hmm. And they're all very distinct and different. It's not just ear cuffs. It's like a ring. It's, it's like a necklace. It's like a lot of different things, different material and their own personalized story and stuff. And because these pieces are one of ones, you know, we, we just hope the person just keeps it, you know, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's really getting away again from that trend that we talked about. And it's just this constant need for flipping constantly. Right? Yes. You don't need to keep flipping yes. yeah. NFTs to, to make it. It's such a, a weird, it's not even, I wouldn't even say weird. It's just like its own thing, its own particular niche that's going on over there. Mm. But again, with that relationship with physical and, and digital have someone have that personal thing yeah, uh, there's yeah. some pieces that i have that i hope to never yes get away you know like yes. just, it's for myself like it's yeah, something sure. sentimental value to it as well and i mean also the utility aspect i would say too is like the chance to have conversations with us get to know those people because it's a very deep connection as artists to have something you make and then give it to someone else you know like this, this there's a reason why they feel like they have a connection to that as well. And they really want to connect it too, because we're, we're connecting with people on, on such a, again, this emotional, you know, interesting level. And I think that's something that can transcend a lot of the different things, no matter, regardless of where we are, who we are, again, that's what the whole future, you know, the optimistic future of the metaverse is about, you know, beyond borders and stuff and kind of showing who you are and all that. Mm-hmm. So your, your sense is that uh, the, the idea is not to, you, you don't have this vision of like this continual flipping of the, of the jewelry and the NFT and it, and it going higher and higher in value. And, and you have a different sort of, which is, which is um, really, uh, you know, fantastic because, you know, a lot of the NFT space has been dominated by this, you know, get in early, get rich, you know, flip buy and sell, trade, kind of like a hockey card collectibles kind of right. uh, m- mentality. And it's um, one of the things that I've personally really enjoyed about being in the community is, um, is a lot of the, and, and I don't wanna, you know, I, I'm careful not to, you know, um, throw shade at, at people that are doing those projects, but, uh, but that also that, that's not the entire space, that there are also these other um, things that are going on where, where people are, are interested and value the piece of art as it is, not as, an, as a potential future sale for profit. Um, and uh, I, I also have you know, some, some pieces, uh, you know, the pieces from Sati, you know, who I met um, mm-hmm. early in her 
in her time in the space. And, you know, those pieces are, they're, they're actually a part of my story as well in this space. And I have a very different um, feeling uh, about those particular pieces. Like I, I don't, I don't hold them for and hope to sell them at some point. I hold them because I enjoy them because the, there's a story that, that my life, you know, intersects with in those pieces. Yeah, I really view the jewelry and, and the NFT landscapes really as, as something precious. Um, yes. As art yeah. that, that we can cont continuously look at, be inspired by, enjoy, be uplifted, up uplifted by. So I hope that it's something that's treasured and not, and not flipped. Yeah. Um, yeah, those are great words. Yeah, I, 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 I treasure certain pieces and, and, and they are actually precious to me. They, 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 I, it's hard to say the words out loud, but they, they're more meaningful than, than money or financial return. Um, you know, I mean, I guess everything has a price. If, if anybody out there wants to put a million dollars on the table, I think, sorry, Satya, I might have to sell, but and I'll just commission you to make me my own pieces. <laughs> but maybe that's why it, because, because these works really uh, pull on you emotionally, right? Mm. Yeah. There's this emo emotional connection yeah. uh, we're trying to establish. Mm. Yeah. So, so what about, um, so what are your thoughts then? How do you envision, uh, you know, the access to the um, digital side of what you're creating, right? Like, so, you know, um, because one of the things about jewelry oftentimes is that you, you share it, you wear it so that it's visible oftentimes, and you tell stories about it, people admire it, they, they enjoy it. And that is, that's part of the, the sort of, that's under the penumbra of, of jewelry. Um, so in terms of like the digital side of things, how do you envision that is is the digital part just for the do you envision that as something that's just for the owner to enjoy is it something that um you know you feel like the owner would share with people and make it publicly accessible like what are your thoughts on 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 the on the shared enjoyment of of the digital side yeah i really look you know think about these these landscapes um these nfts as almost like a Chinese folding screen uh, that you would have in a room that um, opens and envelops you, it surrounds you. Yeah. And so I really hope that, that the owner is able to, you know, place or share them on, on their walls uh, when someone open, you know, enters their home or their space. Hmm. And you can kind of join into that. You can step into that portal. You can step into that world that's been created. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and with um, yeah these these particular pieces as well, kind of like what Sardol is just mentioning is it, when the the person actually gets the NFT is obviously in their wallet, and there's great websites that we've been using, for example, like yeah. OnCyber.io. You know, there's special. There's a lot of great, you know, even decentralized. I'm sure you you would be able to kind of place anything that you have on your wallet to put on a wall in your personal gallery. So. Again, there's that extension, and, and just like any great piece, there's a, a really great uh, talking point about it, you know, yeah. to kind of show those things, show them what the experience is like beyond just um, seeing the image, and um, you know, take them to a link to to see what the Renaissance pieces are like, you know, physically and stuff like that. So, and again, it's it's one that's that one aspect that it's the physical part that you know that makes it. Um, stand out really, really nice compared to some other stuff there. And I think as the metaverse develops and changes and the platforms change, like maybe we'll be able to put on glasses and step into these landscapes and walk around and, you know, be wearing your jewelry at the same time. And, you know, um, we'll have to see how things develop over time, how we can share and experience the, those NFTs. In the future. Yeah, yeah. This this whole process really has been a whole experimentation. You know, like yeah. we're we're really been playing with ideas and just mm -hmm. just exploring. Like we're not we're not saying no to anything really. We're just saying, what about this? What else? What else can can we do? And stuff. And um, even 
for me personally, it's, it's, it's a nice challenge for me to keep working on the next one, do a, a different experience, different music, um, you know, uh, results all the time because with when again like when we're doing the AI parts you get so many results and components and sometimes like, there's subtle differences you can go in a really deep rabbit hole and sometimes you might need to change one word that can change the entire feeling of, of things that are going on so there's quite a refinement almost like digging to find something precious in there too and then from that point work on that story or that portal that you can experience that that image and i love how we've created this triptych right wilfred yeah we have oh, the central totally. the central image um and then also two lateral images that really correspond and create that like encompassing environment that we're trying to create yeah so for example the the center piece the main one um it has the full song in it for example and the, the left and right pieces, they have one stem of the song, like one particular instrument that's playing from that song and same with the other image on the right side. So it's almost like as a whole, you would be able to kind of see how they're so cohesively entwined together, you know, even with just the one layer of, of sound of, of the song from that left or right piece. Right. And then all of that is inspired by that physical jewelry piece. And, and in that, um, so in the collaboration then, um, where, where, where does, where do you start to work together? Is it when the piece is finished? Is it during the, the genesis of the piece? Like, like where, Wilfred, did you join in, in the, in the evolution of the piece? Uh, well, for, so the, the pieces were already made, the physical pieces of jewelry. And it was at that point where we were saying, what can we say about this? Okay. So our our first meeting was basically talking about the the I guess the metaphysical, just the storytelling aspects of it. Like, what is this experience like? Diving into these, you know, inner secret dimension, these worlds that every distinct piece has, and what is this overall universe that we're creating with the with the story of Renesis as a brand, and how can we kind of show those experience every single time and respectively you know express that one piece for what it is you know like the the, the the upcoming piece that we're doing this is a different type of jewelry accessory that we would put on different materials different mood vibe so um and that piece i like to think it's made. like that piece yeah. in a physical sense is complete yes I, yeah i've i approached wilfred with a completed uh jewelry piece and then we discussed um you know what inspired the piece uh what superpowers does it have or, <laughs> or can be given given to you you know what yeah. what levels of confidence or uh imaginary uh, emotions can you carry with it mm -hmm. and um and then using those words and those descriptions uh in in the ai uh platforms mm -hmm. to create these landscapes and and um, ha have you um, have you had any showings? Any like like uh, have you where? How have you shared what you've worked on so far? Sure. So I had a um, a small joint uh, gallery show at Carter Burden Gallery. Uh, so it was really about informing the public about what we're doing and showing the initial this collection. In, this was in a physical location, right? A physical location. <laughs> physical yeah. showing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and with that, we created a card um, in which it had a still image of the NFT and using um, the app. What's the app's name again? Uh, Art of Vive. Art of Vive. We were able to see on your cell phone um, the actual NFT, and it was really amazing. Um, you know, being able to see it live on your phone at the same time and try on the jewelry uh, in the same moment. So um, very experiential. How, how did people react? Uh, we have, I found a generational um, interesting information about that. Okay. That uh, young, younger people knew exactly what NFTs were. Um, they were really excited about it. And then 
older people, you know, in their 70s, they had no idea what NFT was, what it stood for. Um, how do I purchase it? I don't know. Um, you know, what type, what is Bitcoin? What is uh, the different types of uh, currencies available um, for your, for your meta wallet? Um, yeah, so there's a lot more educational, education needed and explanation for, for those, for that age group. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, what's interesting. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, uh, just to add, like, I think what's also interesting too is like counterintuitively, you know, there's always that joke of like right clicking and saving a piece. But yes. in this particular one, you know, making things to give away to people and let them see that experience of the AI on just on a on a printed piece of of a, of a card, you know, for them just to have on their own. But just like again, just I think the biggest advantage is that it's a physical piece. You know, like that's the main one where it can't be really duplicated in any way. Mm. And people can still appreciate it in some form or another, just like other great pieces. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, that, that was the first thing that came to mind is the older generation would, would, you know, they would just call it a picture, right? They would, they would say, well, this is just a picture. Like they, they wouldn't understand the, the, the ownership piece behind- Right, blockchain, yeah. Yeah, behind the blockchain technology. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they would, right. they would, I could, you know, maybe if they're, maybe I could see them taking out their phone and just taking a picture of the, <laughs> the picture. <laughs> um, so what, uh, what, what sort of, um, so how many pieces do you have? Ready? I have a, a, a collection of about 12 and it's growing, wow. uh, 12 okay. jewelry pieces and it's growing. Uh, they're fine jewelry. They're made from, precious materials such as gold. Uh, there are diamonds, Tahitian pearls, of mother of pearl inlay, really looking at amazing craftsmanship that this is not just jewelry, it's uh, you know art. It can be viewed also as an object, um, something that's treasured, uh, that's precious in your life. That's something you want to hold on to and, and you know, give to your um, your daughter, future generations. Um, and it really is a collection that's inspired by, uh, Asian art, Asian, uh, or Japanese armor and, and some ideas about wearing that piece and, and the emotional qualities or the superpowers that you feel that it gives you. And so this ear cuff, for example, has uh, an imaginary um, superpower that you're able to hear and disentangle uh, conversation. Um, you know, thinking about Babel Tower, um, many different world of many different languages, and not being able to understand, and there being tons of conflict, and then you're able to put on your device and transports you and you hear now um, what the world is really like. And these landscapes illustrate that. Uh, there's one side of the triptych that is a beacon and the other side is a tower mm. and the center is a sky. And together it's creating this triptych that really um, pre- presents that landscape of where this conversation or conflict or, um, you know, chatter is, is happening. Mm. Is it cutting through the noise? To- yeah, that's right. Yeah. So much of today has been about- Noise. Noise. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like Instagram, all these pictures and conversations and news. And how do you cut through all of that? Uh, how do you find your center, your, your space, your peace? Um, so this collection, collection explores those ideas. Well, I think it's, it's perfect for, uh, the, um, the web three space and the NFT space and the blockchain space. And it's a perfect time to do what you're doing because, um, you know, as I said earlier, there's been so much noise for, for such a long period of time. We went through a noisy period and noisy periods are great. A lot of people got wealthy out of the noisy period. Um, other people that uh, in, invested their their money lost, 
Um, but, uh, you know, what, what I, like we talked about earlier on, um, there is also uh, a lot of really great stuff that's happening in the space and, and a lot of great stuff that's coming in the future in the space. And um, right now, what I hear, what's interesting is, is uh, a lot of the noisy people have gone away recently. It's gotten really quiet. Even, even myself, I've gotten quiet. It's been a, a time of reflection. But one of the things that I've heard from people that have hung around is, um, you know, it's a great time to build. Now is a really great time to build. And, and also that, um, you know, people that were in the space trying to create something of value are still here. Uh, but the people that were just making a lot of noise and trying to make off like bandits um, are gone. They're not here anymore. And, and, um, and I think that's helping. I think that's another reason why it's, it's a great time for collaborations because uh, a lot of the noisy uh, people are, are gone. And, and now in the space, the people that are still around, like I say, are, are people that are looking to create value or people that are looking for, I think partnerships, I think collaborations is like, is like really big, a really big moment right now. I think because mm -hmm. in the, I think one of the reasons why NFTs blew up so big was because the barrier to entry was zero. Like if you, if you knew how to, if you had an Instagram account, really, you could make NFTs. You really didn't need to know much more than that, you know, with, with OpenSea out there. Um, and so uh, it was really easy for, for people to just jump in um, and, uh, and make the space really big, really quickly. Um, but uh, independently, you didn't really need to work with anyone in the beginning. You could just do your own thing. Um, but I have a sense that um, going forward that, that now there's a lot of people now that are looking for partnerships and, and sort of looking, I, I describe it as like, you know, we all showed up at a party and, and then suddenly a bunch of people left and the music stopped. And, and now we're all just looking around at each other like, well, what do we do now? Like, what's next? Right. And so I, I think um, that's why it, you know, it's a great time for, for what you guys are doing with, you know, these really cool um, collaborations. Yeah, if I could add, um, for for me during during uh, the pandemic, it was a very isolating time, right? Mm. Uh, we're, we're by ourselves, and I think now we're just so wanting to have that social interaction, mm -hmm. uh, that connection. Yeah. And for me, it's been wanting to connect with other creatives. Um, in a way, it, it relieves some of the stress for for Renesis in terms of having to do everything and um, and you know working with other extremely pr prolific and creative and artistic and amazing people like Wilfred um, who really elevate and create these amazing artworks that uh, create to, to start to create and illustrate the world and and create that social dynamic that we're looking for hmm. yeah. Yeah, and I think just to add to, to whatever we're all talking about too, um, with a lot of projects, you know, we, we've probably heard a lot that over like 98%, most of the time will do well as a long-term thing. And, and it's because like we mentioned before, like the, the Genesis piece is so important. Like all from my own personal mistakes and things that I had gone into, I had been a product of FOMOism once in a while, right? So um going through those own personal trials and tribulations but still trying to make something and really understand that you know block something on the blockchain will be there for a very long time and the, like you said before michael the entryway was so low because nfts can be anything mm -hmm. anything could be an nft right. so that's why people were just putting anything on their looking at the particular trend that again, trends come and go, but it's um, making something that has a really strong foundation, putting up a store that we want to build on of this world and see how it expands. You know, we just need to kind of slowly bring it into this metaverse, you know, very slowly and carefully and want to give it a, a really amazing experience. And 
collaboration is is really everything you know like the nft community is probably the most collaborative space i've been in as, as an artist compared to other things and working on projects too it it feels more like a production as well you know you're working with the team you're working with a group of people and you'll have a vision and you're using your own strengths and skills to kind of help and, and make it grow and and kind of you know reveal its fullest potential yeah i think um you know that the the work that both of you have put into this thing that you're working on is profound you know profoundly different than you know the sort of and again i don't want to throw shade at pfps that are auto generated with 10,000 variations they take work as well but this is such a, a craft, such a such an artisan um, experience that uh, that you you two are putting together here. It's just it's um, it's incredible. I mean, I can't imagine the the amount of time and labor that that you've each invested in this this project. Yeah, the, some of the the physical pieces take hours and hours uh, to produce, and they're really you know really crafted by hand. Um, so the artisanal craftsmanship and ability is, is super important. And with Wilfred, um, his drawings that he's done and illustrated in his book are so amazing and have that dreamlike quality and bring that, I wanna say artistic eye. I wanna say, say uh, artistic lens that the two of us use to, to bring um, the creativity and bring our, our almost like a paintbrush, our mark, mm -hmm. right, to, to the work in a collaborative way has been so amazing, um, so rich, um, so inspiring. And um, yeah, and he really has also spent a lot of time crafting those words, mm -hmm. um, crafting the, the type of, uh, even the order of the words uh, and the music uh, to give us this emotional quality that we're looking for. And, and yeah. how much time have, have the two of you spent in person? In person, person, physically? In person, yeah. Oh, zero, zero. zero. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. It's all just been online. <laughs> we're in completely different places. Here, Locations, so. yeah. yeah. It's the, the, the intimacy that I sense is here and this collaboration is profound. He really, I have to say, Wolfred really has a touch. Um, and for someone who also has an artistic touch, when you meet someone else who also shares that, it is rare. It is like this uh, light goes off, this aura goes off in the person. And it's just such a delight to work with. Uh, Wilfred, um, and it and we whenever we end our calls, right, Wilfred? Yeah. We're just at least for me. I feel like so positive minded, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you know, I just feel so elated and so excited by what we're working on. Yeah, I mean, it, it should always be fun. Like it's it, it's 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 really play for, for me. You know, um, like you said before, like with the the ai aspect of it too there's a part of it that's really fast and i try to put more human approach to it as well it's being a lyrical artist being more of a poet this new trend of promptism is right. is really interesting but the more that i get into it as well um i really like to explore the concept of just what deep aesthetics are you know there's so many different variances of aesthetics but the more i look into ai for example all it's doing when you give it a prompt or a specific iconic character of some kind, it just tries to condense it to its deepest aesthetic. And um, I, I think it, may, it makes me really think about why do we think something looks visually beautiful? Maybe if we can't even understand it entirely, like there's not a, there's not a hundred percent coherency, hmm. but there's something about it that just resonates and- Wow. It makes me think about like, what do we actually think is beautiful? It, it doesn't have to have like a full 100% representation, but it's a, is there something about the fluidity, the, the um, invisible composition of lights, of, of shape and form and all those things too. 
that kind of hits us on a very deeper intrinsic level. So um, using, using those kind of concepts and just, again, just diving deeper in and finding the right thing. I, I think that's, that's all I think about now these days. Like I go around, I listen to conversations, I hear people say an amazing phrase and I'm like, oh man, that's, I, I just want to see how that's going to interpret what we're going to see mm-hmm. on that thing. And like I said before, in the future, it's really going to change how we communicate in general. Just it, it, like in a way, emojis and emoticons are kind of like a modern day hieroglyphics of some mm-hmm. kind. But with this, it's going to be even more sophisticated and, and fast in how we express ourselves and the open entry way to anyone be able to do this regardless of personal drawing ability and stuff it's just literally just your own ideas Mm. and that's what using this tool and like having these conversations with our dwell to kind of find the language of each piece you know it because when you when you wear it it's one thing but like the conversations of like looking at a physical piece and like trying to describe what this is about like what's really the additional materials inside it you know, besides when the physical ones. What, and, what's the concept, you know, the conceptual matter. Exactly. Yeah. So that, it, and then with that, it, it's, we get in a rabbit hole. We just have these really interesting conversations and that's what makes it really fun to have our next meeting go to the next one. Okay. What can we do now? Or mm-hmm. look at these pieces and find our own deep aesthetics for each piece, basically. Mm-hmm. Wow. So um, this is really cool. <laughs> what just happened <laughs> the last hour has just been exactly what i was hoping more beyond what i what i expected actually um it's been incredibly rich uh thank you um where where should listeners go for more now they're like oh it's over but i i'm not i want more where where do they go sure uh the nfts have been minted on foundation Uh, So you can find information about those and also view them. Um, Renesis's website is coming soon at renesis.com. And uh, Renesis' Instagram handle is renesisofficial. Okay, great. And uh, for myself, you can just check out my Instagram as well, at The Artist Journey. I also have a pinned uh, post over there of the Renesis piece. We made a little trailer and again, links and just to kind of connect with each other and let people know that we have this, this amazing piece available for people to see and experience. Well, I, um, I don't, I thank you so much. Uh, I don't know what I've done to wind up in this position where I get to hang out with people like you for this period of time, but uh, I'm glad that I do. <laughs> it's been really fantastic. I, I, I cherish this time that we've spent together um thank you so much uh i feel like uh it's such a great gift to to hang out with the two of you today and um i i hope that you have a fantastic uh rest of your day uh best of luck and uh we'll stay in touch over our socials and i look forward right. to seeing the rest of the collection thank you Absolutely. so much thanks yeah. for the opportunity okay. all right thanks michael thank you bye-bye bye-bye mm-hmm.